Hollywood movie stars use moment, moment, moment of clarity. Uh, yeah, baby, what's happening, everybody? It's your man Stefan G, and you are tuned in to another eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity, right here on the Promise Life Network. Moment of Clarity. Oh, it's so good to be back behind the microphone. Hello, got my girl Kim in the house. Kim, a lady, how you doing today? Great. How about yourself? Oh, man. That, listen to that enthusiasm. Yes. Like, I have been sick the last couple of weeks. Yes. And, oh, my Under the health. Weather. Health is wealth. It always meant something to me then, but it means even more now that I am back out in the sunshine. Yeah. And just feeling great. So, yeah, That's man, good. I'm excited. Yeah, because you thought it was going to take you under there for yes, a second. Yes, I was like, stay away to hell. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> You know, no weapon formed against me. You there know. we go. I'm just saying. That's what I I'm trying to say. I live and I, y'all know the rest. <laughs> Hello. Moment of clarity. And today we are on, we, we decided since since February, the, the Valentine's Day stuff, since all the Valentine's Day-ish is over. Yeah. That we would finally jump into the topic that everybody thought we were going to cover Valentine's Day weekend. We threw y'all that curveball. And talked about deep, 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 calleth unto the deep. Yes. But today we're going to talk about singleness. Yeah. On here on Moment of Clarity. So so does that mean that you're single? I am single. Mm-hmm. I am single. I am. Well, I don't know. Well, I'll put it like this. Technically, if I'm filling out some form of uh, paperwork or, you know, government issued paperwork or application or something like that, technically I'm divorced. Okay. So. I know those are two different categories when you're filling out paperwork. You get single, you get married, you get divorced. And so I am I am on the divorced aspect. So that that but you're single. I am. Oh, I man. mean, you know, there I'm sure I am someone's fantasy or desire, <laughs> you know. I know that I'm someone's answer prayer. So you're saying you're doing the work of the enemy, you causing fantasies. No, I'm I'm, oh, just, okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying somebody out there is like, yeah, that's the one that I, you know. Now, I'm, now I'm chasing after you. Let me that's, first let let me first figure out what do you believe is the technical definition of the word single? Because I've had some people who are single because they are not married. And then I know other people are single because they are not currently in a relationship. Which is it? Is it both? Is it just one or the other? Like which one equals single? Especially because I know a lot, in, especially in, a, in Christianity and in the church here over the past few years, single does not mean in or out of a relationship. Single means just not married. So you could be dating somebody. And they still consider you single. So which, for me, I'm trying to figure out what is the actual definition of single. Look, I say if this, I, listen people, I say, so <laughs> I am no expert, but in my book. No, thus saith the Lord ahead of this exactly, one. Exactly. No. Um, if you're not married, if you're not married, you're single. And if you're not engaged, you're single. Um I definitely think that if you're dating, that that should be communicated to people that I am 
dating someone. So engaged equals single too. No. Oh, engaged does not equal single. Right. I'm spoken for. I am committed. I am. There is. You on the way. Yes. Yeah. That is. And and I I believe when you are engaged, you should also carry yourself as a married woman. That that's what you're walking into. So I think so too. Situation should be handled as such. Yeah, and so then, but if you're in a relationship, you are considered single, but that should be communicated. Yes. Do are people doing that? Are they communicating it? I think. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I think people are communicating it. Okay. You know, I don't I don't know. Well, because, you know, the new word that has crept up in the American lexicon since the advent of social media is the situationship. So we have a lot of people who are not technically in relationships, but they're in situationships, which should be considered relationships. But they're not, you know, making it known because they don't really quote quote-unquote, consider that being in a relationship. All of it should be communicated as far as I'm concerned. Let me know where you are in your mental state. Like, are you invested in something or are you not? Um, Is there someone that could potentially key my car? Let me know. Like, is there somebody (laughs) out there in these streets? Is somebody going to be picking up the phone when I try to call you late at night and be getting mad? Yeah, wait to my doorstep? Let me know. Like, let me know what's going on so I can act accordingly. I I would have to say I I agreed, number one. But I also think there might be not enough people out there that are actually communicating that. You know, there might be a lot of people out there that are trying to keep, you know, trying to keep all doors open, trying to keep, you know. Everything in the back Operating pocket. Operating with a little deceit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Low key. Yeah. Trying they, to keep it hush. Exactly. Because, you, you know, we're not really together. And those people aren't ready. They're no. not ready for relationships or commitment, I should say. Mm-hmm. They're not ready. Now, here's something that I don't want to say has plagued my mind. It would sound cool if I said it, but that's not true. Okay. But here's something that I've considered over time. Now, does is singleness, is the purpose of singleness to bring you ready for a relationship or does singleness have a purpose all of its own? Because I tend to lean towards singleness having its own purpose in your life outside of just to prepare you for a relationship. But I believe that it will inevitably prepare you for a relationship if you walk in singleness in the proper manner. Whatever that is, we'll get into that later. Well, I, I, I honestly think it's a little bit of both mm-hmm. because I think singleness prepares you for relationships right not the relationship but Mm -hmm. relationships i think that's what the process is about um definitely i definitely think that um it's it has its own it serves its own purpose but within that own purpose it it involves preparing you for your day-to-day relationship right that's what singleness I, i i believe that it's an opportunity for a lot of introspection and um, a lot of reflection and preparation and growing and learning and all of these things so that when you enter into a committed relationship, you're, you're, you're well equipped for it. Right. Or you're better equipped. For those of you that are listening, just so you know, this particular show on singleness, this is not for the people who are simply existing in life. These are not. This show is not for those of you who have decided you're just single and you'll run around and you'll date a few people, but you don't really have any goals or aspirations. You're not really trying to accomplish anything. You're not really trying to move towards a relationship. You're just kind of existing in life. And if that's you, 
then this show will definitely benefit you, but it might also make you a little upset because I know for me, I see singleness in and of itself as it, it is the the I see it as the depth of growing to know Christ on the initial level. You know what I'm saying? On the one on one level, because there is an opportunity to know Christ. You know, the Bible says where two or more are gathered in his name, right? Two or three are gathered in his name. People say it differently depending on the translation. But I think the singleness is the opportunity to know Christ on the two aspect. And then the marriage and the relationship is the opportunity to know Christ on the or more aspect because you're going to grow to the Trinity, the three of you, you, your husband or wife and Christ. And then after that, it's going to be most likely some children involved and then extended family and the grandparents and the aunties and uncles and the cousins and sisters and in-laws and so on and so forth. So now you've grown into the or more aspect. But I really see singleness as an opportunity to get a lot of that one on one and to really learn not only about you or excuse me, not only about Jesus, but about yourself. Cause I don't think enough Definitely. of us, I don't think Definitely. enough of us spend time learning about ourselves. We just take whatever is in there, whatever comes out, you know what I'm saying? We just take it as that's what it's, that's what it is. I, I mean, singleness in my opinion is really definitely about learning about you Yes, and not just you. I, I really like to speak to the person that is, you know, you're halfway in, you're halfway out. You, you're thinking about Christ like on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh-huh. or when the need comes up. But singleness for, for that person, singleness is, is about finding you. And hopefully in that time of finding you, you find your need for Christ. Right. And then you find out who you are in Christ. Exactly. As a single person. Because those are those are three distinct different levels that yeah. you've described there. Oh, yeah, there's definitely. a there's an aspect of finding you like who I am right now. Right. Who I am and what I am and what I believe and what I think and why I exist and, you know, why I support this, why I don't support that. All of there's that aspect of finding out all of the whys about you. Right. And then there's the aspect of finding out who Christ is. And that's another piece of you. Right. And then there's the aspect of finding out who you are once you are in Christ, because that's usually a completely different you than the first you that you found out about. Like that's the overzealous you. Yeah. Initially, definitely. Like you're all the way. Oh, my God. I know. Immersed in it. But if you don't take the time to find out about that first you, then as you're making those transitional steps to getting to the place of finding about you in Christ, you'll never get the full benefit of you in Christ because you won't really know you. Right. You know? Absolutely. I, I think I, it's almost, it is like the prerequisite to a relationship. It, it's, 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 it's all of the elements that you need in order to have a successful relationship. Right. So first you have to know you, then you have to court this person right. who in, in, in this scenario is Christ mm-hmm. initially. You get to know him, also knowing yourself, then you learn who you become as one. Yeah. Because what I hope you carry over into your now committed relationship to the person, you know, yourself, you learn who they are, and then you figure out who you guys are as one. And you know what? I think, I think there's another aspect that's lost in what you just said, because you talked about the, the learning who you are and then the courting relationship and the courting relationship with Christ 
I think a lot of people don't take enough time to really delve into that spot where they really get to know his his likes, his dislikes, his attributes, his character, the things that you they don't get to know the things that they don't like about him because there's certain things about Christ that it's okay that you don't really like that he does it that way. Right. But he just does it that way. And that's, you know, as king of the universe, you, he gets you master acceptance. Exactly. There first. And, you know, and learn some areas of compromise and humility and so on and so forth. But not taking away from the understanding of how you really relate slash feel to that particular attribute. Right. You know, and I think some of that is lost in that courting process because we get a lot of people that jump straight from trying to figure out themselves to this is me and Jesus. Right. And it's because you do just like you do in 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 the natural realm, as I like to refer to it. You you have this honeymoon state. You love everything yeah. about this person, like <laughs> everything, even the things that annoy you. Yeah, you they love. Cute. Uh-huh. Like, oh my goodness! But um, I, ah, that's 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 <laughs> that's some ground that I really don't play on. I like to say that um, I I, I love people for them. There there yeah. is no. I love I love to say I love you. Without a because. Right. Because the because becomes a condition. Becomes a condition. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. It becomes a condition later. It's true. Like we're talking about singleness. (laughs) No, I got to sit there for a second because when you love somebody because X, Y, Z, it now turns into a requirement for them. Yes. And an obligation for them to continue to do or behave in that same manner forever. Right. And the minute they stop doing it, your love is null and void because it's based on that because. Yes. I mean, cue the midnight love music because I just want to tell whoever my mister is out there, like, those are my vows. I love you <laughs> with with just because. Like, there, there, there is nothing else. There is dot, 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 dot after the because. That right. That's why I love you. Because. Yes. Nothing else. So, moving back into singleness. Singleness. What have you experienced has that has helped you to learn about love while you've been single? Or is that something you can only learn about once you get married? I don't think that you can only learn about it once you get married. Um, And I say that because I'm constantly learning things within my relationships, my day-to-day relationships, in my friendships who I have to learn acceptance. I have to learn compromise. I have to learn um, how to how to deal with an issue and we are both working on that issue. Right. It is not just one person that is bringing an issue to you and is um, giving the the task of finding the solution. So I have to learn how we both have to make a commitment to correct whatever the issue is. Working on it daily, oh my gosh. is it at, at the age that I am now, I completely... Sometimes I say that it is exhausting to be in friendships. Right. It's like, geez, you, you have to work. Yeah. It's you not really easy. Do. If, you're, if you're going to be a real friend, if you're going to be an acquaintance or, or somebody I know, that's one thing. But if you're going to be a friend, then you're going to have to put the work in of, you know, there's no greater person than the one they call friend. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And that's 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 serious. It, that's very serious. It It, it is. um. You really, yeah, so I definitely think in in being single, you really learn 
you really are prepared for marriage. I don't think that you have to be marriage to learn about, to to learn these things. I think it happens prior to the, the statement or the phrase. It takes two, like has so much meaning. Right. Now than <laughs> did when I was like crushing on the dude in high school. Yeah. Who I still love. Hey boo. <laughs> like, I still love you. You know I do that. I do. That was my boo. But um, we. I mean, even in him, like that was my first love. And I didn't understand what it meant when it came to knowing that people, your friends and the person who's going to be your mate will evolve. This person will change who they are today is not who they will be tomorrow. Tomorrow. I mean, I I, I tell people I, I believe that you should search for people based on character traits so that at the core of who they are, that remains the same and their value system remains the same. But they are going to change. They are going to change just like we change. If you want somebody, you know how, you know how when you were in middle school, right? You got your little yearbook and in the back of it, it said never change, you know? And that's how, and that's how some people, uh, some of us go into relationships, not just relationships, but our singleness is that like, we're not supposed to ever change. We're supposed to always be the same way. And that's just not realistic because we are going to evolve. We are going to change. We're going to see things differently and we're going to respond to things that we see differently as we grow and mature, or even as we just grow and stop caring so daggone much, you know, because there's a lot of that in our growth and in our maturity, but we got to take a quick break. And when we come back from the break, I want to tackle a couple of aspects because, you know, we got all these gurus out here. We got these Farrah Grays and the Tony Gaskins and all these people out here. Who I love and I think are gifted. And I want to tackle some of the things that they say about not acting like, a wife or a husband before being a wife or a husband and i want to tackle a lot of the things that they say in that so moment of clarity stefan g kim a lady we'll be back in a bit Moment of clarity, right here on the Promise Life Network. It's your man, Stefan G. Kimmelady, in the house. And we're talking about singleness and the act of being single. We, we jumped over into a little bit of relationship talk, but moving back. Singleness is what the topic of today's show is. And I wanted to jump into, you know, anybody who anybody who's listened to this show before. I'm going to just go ahead and put this out here. Anybody who's listened to this show before or paid any attention to this show before knows that I've got, you know, a, a, a stick up my butt about some of these relationship gurus out here uh, about the Tony Gaskins and the Farrah Grays and these guys that are just, you know, they're meme artists and they like to throw something out on a meme and throw out a little statement. But I statement. love a good meme. Can I just <laughs> get a like right but, and that's But that's what I don't like about them is that they just tickle the internet just enough to make you want to go and purchase whatever it is they purchase, they selling or to follow them, but they're not giving you any depth. They're not giving you any 
this is what you need to do to be in a relationship. But that's a different subject. That's okay, that's okay. not today's topic. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> y'all heard it. I wanted to talk about what they do when they say specifically to women. They don't really ever tell men this, but they say it to women all the time. But when they specifically say, don't be a wife to a boyfriend and stop acting like a wife to a man who hasn't made you a wife or stop showing wife-like attributes to this guy who hasn't given you, not that he hasn't given you any commitment, but because he hasn't given you the ultimate commitment, you should not show these attributes to him. And I think that's a poor example of your singleness tell us why why why, well, do you, why do you think that because i think if we're, if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing in our singleness which is developing ourselves baby basically learning about ourselves uh learning about our our benefits our attributes learning about our shortcomings learning about what makes us good what makes us bad learning about you know the things that we might have to work on a little bit you learn that you have a short temper and so you start working on different you know exercises and so on so that you don't blow up on people and i believe i believe if we're actually doing that in our singleness then those attributes that they're telling you not to show this boyfriend will automatically develop when you become in a relationship and so i think you I'm i'm not saying you should do all the things a wife does because one of the things you're not supposed to be doing before you get married is having sex. So I'm not saying you should do all the things the wife does, but I'm saying a lot of these attributes, like you, they tell them you're not supposed to cook for them. You're not supposed to clean for them. You're not. Oh yeah. All the time. You you're not to, supposed to women. You need to be cleaning whether he there or not. <laughs> Keep a clean house, please. You're filthy. Exactly. They nasty. That's what they I, are. Look, I need to tell some of y'all, but, but they they give this impression that women are not supposed to do anything for these men until these men have put a ring on their finger. And I believe that that not only stunts their growth as a single person, but it stunts the development of that relationship. I, I think there is some some truth to what you're saying. All right. I think I'm off the from, soapbox. Go ahead. I think from the perspective of the gurus, as you refer <laughs> to them. I think really what they want you to understand is that as a woman that your love is worth working for. and But mine's not? Your love is worth working for. And here's what I w- will say to that. Make sure that whoever that whoever it is that you're sharing that part of yourself with, make sure that they're giving equal. Yes, now I'll agree to that. Make sure that both know, that you both have the understanding that it's a privilege yeah. to be loved by you. It is a privilege to be loved by Hello? me. Hello? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. How I'm, sweet I'm it is to be. I'm out these streets and I'm saying I need y'all to know it's a privilege. Yes. But no, I think some, I, I don't think all men or all women approach their relationships with that mindset or that attitude. That right. Your love is really worth working for. And that means that we both participate in this relationship but you don't believe that at some point those quote-unquote gurus are giving a slanted aspect to a lot of these women when they throw those kind of statements out just in memes and not with the same depth that you just did i do i do because there's been plenty of memes that i didn't hit like i'm like he sure don't know okay he don't (laughs) like uh uh-uh he gonna do me like that let me i need to reevaluate what i'm doing here what i'm giving what i'm putting out um, but I, I also think, so I, 
yes, I, I does I do think that they give that that view, a slanted view. Um I also think that there are those men that that take advantage of that. Yes, there are they take advantage of you I don't wanna say stepping into wifey role. That's what we're gonna refer to it tonight as the whole wifey role. I don't see it that way because I'm just simply being who I am. Right. And that's the and point I'm, that I'm, I'm talking going about. To be, I'm going to evolve into a wife. Yeah. That is what I am going to do because that is what I aspire to be. Right. Because I'm telling you right now, if we dating and you won't cook for me just because Steve Harvey told you not to think like a man and act like a lady and he told you not to cook for me because I ain't put no ring on your finger. You ain't gonna get no ring because right. you can't cook. Because you, I'm, st- <laughs> you still hungry. Yeah, exactly. So how you gonna get a ring from me? Right. If you won't, you know. And I, but I think I wish that more men speaking to the men that are listening right now specifically. Silence, and this is not people, silence in the studio right now. Hello. Go. This is not a. I, I don't want. I don't want anybody, any women listening, to think this is a backlash statement. But I want more wi- more men to truly recognize that their love has value as well. And that, because I know way, I know a lot of men who are loving to an extent where, you know, like you said, the tables aren't quite equal and they're not realizing that it's a privilege to be loved by you. It's a privilege to have the, the protection and the care. It's a privilege to have the, you know, the leadership of me in your life. And I think that has often been devalued as if the only people that are bringing anything to a relationship are the women. It's like a, a homeboy of mine put on Facebook one time. Ooh, let's hear it. He was like, and he's not saved, so, but I, I resonated with what he said. Because okay. he was like, I'm sick of these women acting like them giving me some, talking about the, you know, the goodies. Okay. I'm sick of these women acting like them giving me the goodies is some payment or benefit to me you getting this stick too you know what i'm saying it ain't just like all this all that's going on is i'm getting goodies you getting some of this stick as well Mm. and so why is it seen as if the only thing that the only benefit is the goodies whereas you getting you know this this celery stalk on top it's called goodies (laughs) goodies people goodies that's uh, but I think I prefer to refer to mine as Grady's. <laughs> you know what? You know, <laughs> you need to sit down I, somewhere. Sad. But no. But um, I use that to illustrate. I think some of the attributes that men bring to a relationship, as they're developing in their singleness, can be devalued. And I speak to men when I say, don't allow that to keep you from developing those attributes while you're in your singleness. Yeah. Because I know men that have been like, well, you know what? I'm going to just find since she want to be successful and she want to have that. She want to buy the house and she want to buy the car and she want to make all the money and she want to do this and she want to do that. I'm going to just let her and I'm going to just chill. Yeah. And that doesn't work either. And they become stagnant. Exactly. And I like to call those men retarded. <laughs> I'm sure you have your a few more colorful names for them. That, that's really <laughs> what has happened. Yeah. You have succumbed to retardation. And that is ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, that's unacceptable. So, um, yeah, man, I'm not with that. So, you know? okay. So now that we've, you know, moved past that element, the real question of the day is, how do we effectively make the transition from singleness to relationship? Ooh. Like, should I be dating? Should I be dating, Ooh. Kim? Look, should I be dating? 
Yes, you should. <laughs> you should be dating. I should be dating. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. Before we get there, we had a conversation a few weeks ago. Okay. About guys who are not ready. Guys who right? Yes. And you were telling me how a lot of the women in your circle that you talk to, because y'all sit down and y'all talk. We do. Right. Ladies, do we talk? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm answer for you. <laughs> yes, we talk. Unlike the brethren. No, we don't talk. Don't talk about anything. We ain't got nothing to say. Y'all hear everything third party. <laughs> like, I heard that. <laughs> nah, we know. She told me. Yeah, we know. So, but you were saying that the women in your group are starting to see the I'm not ready as just an excuse. Oh, my gosh. Ridiculous. <laughs> Tell me a little I'm bit about ready. that. Oh, man. Because I, I, the reason I ask is because I've said those words. Was it an excuse when you said it? No, I really, truly felt like I was not ready to be in a relationship. Now, a lot of those, a lot of that statement could have, it could have had a lot of different pieces to the puzzle. You know, there could have been some fear there or a fear of rejection there. There could have been some, you know, worry about about my ability to actually lead and take care of and protect and so on and so forth. There could have been a little bit of apprehension about, you know, who she going to be and what she going to be like. So there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle of not being ready. Mm. But well, at the end of the day, I, mean, I still made the statement. Maybe it needs to come with, you know, a little bit more information instead of just the I'm not ready because what 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 we're seeing in my circle is um, the men are saying that they're not ready, but it's not in line with their actions. Oh, okay. It's like you doing ready stuff. Oh, okay. You saying ready things, uh huh. But you're unwilling to commit. So there's a lot of ready actions, or what we women receive as ready actions, mm-hmm. like. I'm saying you're doing all this. You you look like you're trying to be made. I don't know. So, um, it it, it becomes like I'm. What? Let me so, ask you so something. So the I'm not ready man who uses this as an excuse in my circle. What happens is they do the I'm they they say that they're not ready. Their actions don't necessarily line up with it. But because we're receiving information of I am ready, even though the words are not in alignment with right. the actions, mm-hmm. we are then um, responding to the, the actions. Action. Mm-hmm. And so he's benefiting from this. So it's a little bit manipulative in a way. It's like I told you, but yeah. my actions not lining up. Because a man will always tell you, I told a woman the same thing this weekend. I said, listen to the words that come out of my mouth. I'm going to tell you the truth. Don't try to interpret. Just listen. Right. <laughs> and it doesn't work for us women. It doesn't, right. you know, please. We feel like this. Don't do the extra if you don't want to be extra, extra. And we see, we're about doing it. the extra just to try to please you. Yeah, don't do it. Spare so, me. So, <laughs> but would you continue to date a man that didn't do the extra? Would I date a man that didn't do the action? Right. If you if you had a man that has communicated to you that he's not ready for that full commitment. And the next question I want to ask you is what does the commitment look like to a woman? But if you got a man that has communicated to you he's not ready for that full commitment, if he pulls back from doing those extra things that you believe look like he's ready for that full commitment, would you stay dating him? Oh, let me tell you what I would do with him. <laughs> Friend zone. <laughs> 
Because you don't want to be anything more right now. You're not ready for anything more. No, so but what we you can't. Can no, be, no, nah, no. Nah, friend zone. I, I can't. I, be, it's the Listen, friend, putting listen, you in the friend zone. Stop cursing on no, the radio, look, okay? Putting First him of all, in the friend zone keeps my emotions in check because. But it, wait, no, stop. Yeah, Time out. Flag no, on the play. No, 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 flag. The, no, roll, no, no. I'm Tracy commercial. Morgan right now. Roll no, the commercial. No, no, okay. because too many women that I've experienced put men in the friend zone for their benefit, not to protect their emotions. But so they can have that guy that they can call at three o'clock in the morning and cry to and wail on and be and why I can't believe she did this. Why would she do that? And they didn't have said this and I'm like, that's what I got it on tape. And so, okay, ladies, stop calling him. You are being recorded. But, okay, so. Let me calm down a little bit because you down. said the curse word of mm. um, friend zone. So that's where he goes if he's not doing the extra. If he's not doing the extra and he is not ready. Mm-hmm. I, I Yes. you and, and, and if you're not doing the if you I have to put you there. Okay. I have to put you there because you're not ready. Where where else can you go? Why, why okay. am I dating you if you're not ready? Well, that would be the original question. Yeah. To you, not to me. I I would not be dating you if you're not ready. Okay. You've made it clear to me that you're not ready, and okay. Let's so why do so? The reason friends. women continue to date men that are that claim they're not ready is because they feel like these men are showing ready actions. Yes, they're showing a lot of ready actions, and so we justify those actions. We come up with reasons like he ready, but he's just so no. No, he ready. <laughs> I heard yeah. that before. You know, so that's really <laughs> one of the famous ones, or. Um, we date potential. We see the potential that you could become this this guy that we have envisioned for ourselves, mm-hmm. and that's what we we're betting on. So, what do you want to say to the women that you just described? I'm saying friend zone. No, not <laughs> the word of the day, no. people. <laughs> what do you want to say to the women that are dating potential, and to the women that are? with these men who have already explained to them, I'm not ready to be in a committed relationship yet. They're telling themselves, Oh, he's ready. He just don't know. He's ready. No, he's not ready. If he said he's not ready, he's not ready. Right. That is fact. Mm -hmm. A man words changes when he has made a change. Right. That, that is just official. Like a ref with a whistle. Like, yes. (laughs) So, um, dating potential, I, I don't advise it because ultimately it just leads to long term issues. You you and and when I say long long term issues, you never really can accept this person. You right. never accept that guy because they might never make it to the potential. Yeah. Yeah. They never they may never reach it. And so you you're both at fault, actually. You know, him in continuing to show these actions in that he you know, that, that give the impression that he wants to be in a relationship. And, and she's at fault in, hey, holding him to a standard that he never made a promise to actually. To uphold. Yeah. yeah. So, no, boo, you need to friend potential. Don't date potential. Ooh, Jesus, the friend zone. We're going to have to have a friend zone show. Well, let's have Specifically it. for the friend zone. Let's have it. <laughs> but I wanted to talk a little bit about what you said earlier when you were talking about 
a a man and a woman making commitment. And one of the reasons I wanted to touch on that, because I wanted to ask you, uh, what does commitment look like to a woman? Because I know one of the reasons that men become reluctant to make a commitment, that full fledged commitment in a relationship is because we've been taught all our lives that this this action comes with heavy burden. You know what I mean? Like once I've decided I want to marry you, I am responsible for you. I am responsible for your life, for your well-being, for your caretaking, for your happiness, mm. for your joy. I'm Not responsible. I'm responsible. I'm telling you what we've been taught. I'm responsible to ma- that you make sure that you feel loved. I'm responsible for you knowing what love is. I'm responsible for setting a good example. I'm responsible for being the leader in the house. I'm responsible for fixing everything that breaks in the house. Well, y'all I'm need responsible to have a man for buying the house. In the main I'm, cave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. And so that level of burden comes to a man when he thinks about committing to a woman. When he thinks about this might be somebody that I might want to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah, he gets the little butterfly aspect of it. Yeah, there's the love and ooh, I just want to spend the rest of my life with you. But then there's also all of those things I just listed as well. Are do you guys see that as in the same way? Are those the things that you think a man is supposed to do in a relationship with you? Look, I, uh, women, <laughs> I cannot speak for you all, okay? I will not. I cannot. I I don't really subscribe to the idea of approaching a relationship with expectations. Mm-hmm. I believe that there should be a conversation of, what you are capable of. Now you know they ain't out there doing that. Look, what you are capable of, and then those in turn become my expectations of you because those are t- those are the things you have told me that you are capable of. How many sisters do you have? You the know. girls in your crew. Squad. <laughs> I know it's the girl. squad goals. I know y'all have those squad <laughs> goals. My squad, you know, we're a little small group of women. Yeah, the you girls in I your have. crew, do they all adhere to the same mindset? Because you just told me I needed to be dating. So I'm trying to check. I'm just saying. Because the reason I say that, the reason I say that is because you and I both know people are not having that conversation. Well, they need to be. They're going on a first date and they're saying, what's your favorite color? And what do you like to do? And where do you work? And how long have you been there? And, you know, and that's so cool for a first date. But by date five and date 12, it's time to be getting into the conversation that you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? And not no, just asking date, me. Like, this date two for me. <laughs> like, yo, let's talk about this. And not just asking me these open-ended questions about my dreams and my ambitions and hoping that you can interpret from there what I'm going to be like in this relationship. That's that's surface-level conversation. Like, ah, we don't know each other, so we're just going to talk about this stuff until I can tell that you can go deep and yeah. deep in. But for now, let's play in the shallow end. Um, I think what commitment really looks like to a person that is taking their singleness very seriously, I think it First, looks... First, just for the record, that's not what I asked you, but okay. I will let you answer that okay. question because no, that's no. important. No, no. No, let go me ahead. Don't no, finish that. that with first. No, let me, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me address your question. So repeat to me what your question is so that... The first question was, do women consider all of what I just listed as men as what it might be holding them back for commitment. Do you guys see that same list when you're wanting a man to commit to you? Some women, yes. Okay. 
some women. And 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 and, and it does come up occasionally, you know, like I I was seeing a guy recently and I my thing was he's not progressing mm-hmm. in his life. And that was like I, my expectation of was of him was to see progression happening right. in his life and that was what steps moving forward. Right, and I was like, "Ah, no, you're not progressing. I'm mm-hmm. done." Okay. And then my second part of that question was, do women, what does commitment look like to a woman? When women think about committing, what is it that, that, that they feel is their part to play in that commitment? Or is it just a man committing to her? That's like code. It's <laughs> like girl code. We going to wait in silence till you uh, feel like you good and ready to answer this question. I got all day. My tape never run out. Commitment. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's a safe space for me. I don't know. But I. I. Um, let me. Let me ask you this: What okay. do men believe? A in, lot of. I. I will tell you what the misconception is. What they what okay. do men believe that women's view of commitment is? A, the male misconception is that women feel like men need to commit to them and they come along for the ride. Mm. That there is not much that the there's not much that women feel they have to do in a committed relationship. Now, move to the word marriage. And there's more that women feel like they have to do, but there's still not a 50-50 playing field. And that's the male, and I'm titling it this on purpose, that is the male misconception. I think that's about right for most women. Oh, that hurt. Oh, God, that hurt so much. Really? Yeah. um, When you you start thinking of, I definitely think that commitment looks like some looks like compromise mm-hmm. to some women. Right. But for the most part, it's him coming and sweeping me off my feet, take care of me, doing all of the things that you said were the extras, even yeah. though he's claiming he's not ready. And then I, all she's got to do is just kind of be there and get dressed and be ready to go out to eat. Most women. Oh, not Jesus. my squad, though. I'm oh, representing Jesus. for my squad, not my Jesus. squad. Jesus, Jesus. So, so I think so. The, the celery stalk doesn't matter. It is all about the goodies, then. I I wouldn't say that either. Okay. I wouldn't say that either. I'm a little heartbroken right now. I'm a little stunned. I think. What uh, were you hoping for? I was expecting that answer. I was hoping that would not be the answer. I was expecting that answer, which is why I levied the question. But I was hoping. It, it changes with maturity. Yes. It definitely does. It becomes, commitment looks a lot different. Right. Because I know I'm looking for a woman. I'm not looking for a woman that's just waiting on me to come in and do everything. No, no. And for no, her to no. just, you know. No, no, no. Enjoy it. <laughs> I'm looking for a woman that's ready to come and tackle this universe with me. And so. And, and, and honestly, that there are those women that that is what they're think that is their idea of what commitment is it means commitment for them looks like giving it looks like connecting it right. looks like compromise it looks like work amen and they're they're willing to put in the work and i that i love it i love it and 
And you look for that in your initial dates. Right. When you when you have that mindset, oh, yeah. you look for that Definitely. off bat. You look for like how do we, you know, problem solving skills. You, yeah. Those are the things you're Yes. Communication skills is big for me. Right. Like, especially for me, and we'll get to this break here in a second, but I gotta say this. Especially for me, like if we get into a little dispute, a little argument, a little spat, you know what I mean? Don't have to be nothing serious. Right. But just something small. For me, a big thing is can we finish this conversation? Or do you feel like I can't talk about this no more? It's got to stop right this second because I'm just overly right. emotional it's and it's all over. For me, that's a deal breaker. But yeah, anyway, I agree. Moment of clarity, Stefan G. Kim Lady. We'll be back in a second. When we come back, I am going to ask the question. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to ask. We'll be back in a second. Forty different authors complimenting what they say. And Aaron see a scripture still holds up today. He knew what he was doing. He didn't do this by mistake. Then are ready for this one. Put your Bible in the hand, Bible in the hand, put your Bible in the hand, Bible in the hand, put your Bible in the hand, Bible in the hand, put your Bible in the hand, Bible in the hand, put your Bible in the hand. Moment of Clarity, it's your man, Stefan G. Kimmel Lady in the house. You are tuned in to another outstanding, amazing, magnificent, eclectic episode of Moment of Clarity right here on the Promised Life Network. That's like my favorite song, Put Your Bible In. Yeah, I like that song, too. (laughs) And so we're talking about singleness and relationships because we decided to skip Valentine's Day and bring it to you. Because we were single. Yeah, we were. We we weren't doing nothing. Yeah. We wasn't doing a thing. So I wanted to ask you the question. Two things I want to talk about before we get out of here. I want to talk about the statement that you made about what commitment looks like to a person who is walking in the fullness of their singleness. Um, I want to talk about that briefly. And then before we get out, I want to talk about penis envy. So tell me a little bit. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about how you see the person who is walking in the fullness of their singleness what that uh, commitment looks like to them. Because I think you have a very good perspective on what that looks like. It's, it's very similar to what I talked about before the break. I think the person that, I think that individual um, understands that it's about giving, committing, connecting, and moving forward. And that person is, I, I hope that I'm answering the question. So far, yes that person is moving forward in ways to build. Right. So having an understanding of all of those words, giving, connecting, communicating, and building in order to move forward, there is a very good understanding that work is required. Right. Because I know for me, in my singleness, especially in my newfound singleness, because, you know, I was single once, then I got married, got divorced, now I'm single again. Right. So my my new singleness is way different than my pro, my pre-marriage singleness was. But I know in my new singleness, one of the things that is very, very real to me is I am looking for someone that I can love. Mm-hmm. And when I say love, I mean all of the aspect of what love incorporates. The giving, the communicating, the connecting, the sharing, the 
uh, spoiling, the understanding, the forgiveness, right. the humility, all of that. I'm, I'm looking for someone who I believe matches in personality and character to where I can give them these benefits. Because, you know, too many people out here think love is an emotion. Nah. Love is not an emotion. It's an action. Work. Love is not a feeling. It's a choice. And so one of yeah, it's a decision. One of the things I learned during my divorce, because I didn't want to get divorced. My wife wanted to get divorced. And one of the things I learned was how to continue to love her when she wasn't trying to have nothing to do with me. Yo, she wasn't like when I tell you during the whole time, she it took us almost a year to finalize the divorce. When I tell you during the whole time, she probably spoke to me twice maybe three times over the course of a year. Mm -hmm. She wasn't trying to have nothing to do with me, but I had to find not only internal ways, but creative ways to continue to love her through that process. Because as far as I was concerned, we were together until we were divorced. Right. You know what I'm saying? So even though we're in the process of a divorce, we're still not divorced. And so I'm now in my singleness because I had that experience in my singleness. I'm now looking for and looking forward to the person that I can take that same love that I learned in that tough, hard space and just just douse this person with it. You know what I'm saying? Just like ice bucket challenge they behind mm. with this love. And I, I want to add to that and say that that. That that you learned in your marriage is something that you can master in your friendships. Yes, absolutely. And because I definitely had to do it in my friendships. And it's one of the things that I had to learn the the boundaries aspects. And I had to learn what to do and what not to do for particular individuals based on whatever the situation circumstances right. may be in that time. And I had to learn that everything that glitters ain't gold. I definitely had to learn that. Um, but... I think it's important that we as singles don't get so caught up on being single No, because the single aspect is just a it's just a phase of life that we all go through because we've been single since we were born. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But at, at the age of six, we wouldn't run around talking about how good it was to be single and how single we were. We were just developing our lives and growing and maturing and learning and, you right. know, all right. that we could. And that's all singleness really is when you look at it. It is. It, it really is. And in the moment that it changes or becomes, I don't know if I should say changes, but the moment that you're ready to level up, yeah, uh, change your level, it's when it becomes about what you can give and not what you can get. Right. Mm -hmm. That's when you're ready. Yeah. That's when you're ready. Because I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who's single, and I was like, well, what do you want in a relationship? And her first answer was, I want somebody who loves me for just because of who I am, and I want somebody who thinks I'm the prettiest person so in the world. It was what she could get. And yeah. I was like, and I told her, I said, you know, because of those answers, you're not ready to be in a relationship, right? Because I was like, so what are you offering? She's like, I don't want to talk about that right now. And I was like, ah, eh, yeah. Well, you need to be. <laughs> like, you... I don't think enough people are having these conversations, which is one of the reasons I wanted to do this show. I don't think there's enough people that are having the pre-date conversations that you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Where we're on date two and we're on date three and we're trying to re have a real business conversation about whether we are compatible. Yeah. Not just are we, we going to wait and see. Not? Yeah. not just we going to wait and see and I think this is kind of cute, but it's not cute. Maybe it'll happen and maybe it won't. And does she like me and all this other kind of stuff? Like, let's just get into it. You know what I'm saying? We are 
people and we can be real. But you know what that does? It takes the nostalgia away from the dating process and it takes the people feel like it takes the flirtiness away from the dating process. And so they don't want to do. But actually what it does is it takes the foolishness from the dating process. It takes the all of that stuff that weighs you down and robs you of time that you could be spending on the person. Yeah. Nah, man. Um, definitely. Here's here's what I will say. If and this may just be where I'm at today in my life. <laughs> Look, if you're not ready to give, then you need to still be single because I always say that your relationship is only as good as your singleness. Yes, your relationship is only as good as your singleness. If you don't know who you are, then guess what? When you come into this relationship. You you gonna be have a multiple personality disorder, and this person <laughs> that you're dating is now gonna have to be dealing with yes. all of these personalities that you don't even know the names of. I don't know who I am today. You need to find out. Yes, stay I mean, stay single. Really, there's nothing wrong with staying single. We your, that is powerful. Your singleness is your relationship is only as good as your singleness. If if you're not happy with you, if you don't like being on, alone with you, if you don't clean up in your house now, guess what? You will not be cleaning up with that man. I know that's right. And I've had people actually, I've had women that I have dated actually tell me, oh, it'll change once I get in a no, relationship. And I'm like, no, it will not. You, you will be lie. the same slob that you are right now in a relationship because we on, we can only do what we can do. And so if you don't have the capability of doing it now, the fact that you are with somebody is not going to translate to a new capability in your life. What it's going to translate to is you putting on a false front and putting on your ideal self instead of your realistic self. That is so true. And what you're going to do is you're going to get sick of having to perform for them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't clean up your house anyway. So now all of a sudden I got to clean up the house because you around and I'm sick of performing for you. Why can't I just be me? And they like, well, who were you being before? Right. Why would you come to this relationship without being yourself? And so for those of you who find yourself in there, and I know I sounded a little mad, a little militant, but I'm not. But for those of you who find yourself in there, stay single, man. Find you. Find out what you like. Find out what you you. don't like. Yes, I did that during my divorce. I took every, every weekend, I went to the movies every Friday in the middle of the day. And I saw every movie that came out that summer. It was actually kind of cool. I saw a cheap date, huh? Heck yeah, I was a cheap date. (laughs) I went out. I probably saw about 23 movies that summer. But I I dated me and I spent time with me and I went alone and I ate and had lunch. And it started out with, I'm going to just go to this movie because I need something to do and I need something to get my mind off of it. And then it became, well, you know what? I'm supposed to go to this movie and maybe I'll grab me a bite to eat. And then after a while it became, no, I can't do that on Friday because I have something else that's more important for me to do i have to go to the movies by myself right. and have lunch with myself and maybe i'll stop by the bookstore and grab me a nice little book that i might like and maybe i'll take a walk through the park you know and do a little and it became an event for me and so fridays during that summer day? yeah during that summer when i was going through my divorce fridays became me day and i even had it in my phone in my calendar it would the alarm would go off at 7 a.m and we knew today was all about what i wanted to all do right. you know and so but it helped me to learn what I like and what I don't like. Right. And I, I learned new music that I liked. And I learned I'm not a real big fan of today's R&B. And I learned there's so many different things that I learned about myself just spending time with myself. It's and true. so it's true. now I can go into a relationship and say, I know who I am. I know 
how I am, why, and I know a lot of the reasons why I do the things I do. And I think that is more important than anything. It is. It is. Because I was the young lady who went and being my ideal self. Yes. And who you I thought morphed, you were supposed right. to be. And then yeah. I morphed into this other person. And I remember telling my boyfriend at the time, like, you dating who you think I should be because yep. I'm only being who you think I should be. Yep. That's who I'm being. And it's hard to keep up that front. It is, man. It's, it's hard. real hard. And there's a lot of self-hate. Yep. And there is a lot of resentment toward the person. Absolutely. That you're dating. Absolutely. So I, singleness, definitely. And when you feel that shift of being ready to give instead of get, get and it's, it's, it becomes, it's not, a, it's not, dating is not viewed or being in a relationship is not viewed as comfort or convenience. Yes. But you really understand that it takes work. Mm-hmm. And that it's required. And you're doing it because you want to give that work to somebody else. Yes. Not because you think it'll make Did your life better. Did he just hit us with a Rihanna work, 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 work? <laughs> I mean, hello, yes, when it becomes about work. And I love it. I love it because the visual that I see with it all relates back to the word of building. Because we're both working to build something that is going to be so great. And that's what makes... Um, aspiring to be in a relationship so awesome because the work. You're absolutely right. And what you can build together as two people. Moment of clarity, Stefan G, Kimmel Lady. We didn't get to talk about penis envy. Ah. We'll have to do that in another show. We do. Look, definitely make sure she learns something these past couple weeks. You, I need you to be tuned in. I yes. need all listeners tuned in. <laughs> um, I've enjoyed you today. I hope you have a great day. Go out, be great, do something, enjoy yourself. Moment of clarity. Catch you guys next week. We